Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. (laughs) What's up out there? Welcome to Amateur Hour. Uh, (laughs) What's up out there, podcast land? You can't do that right before we go live. I mean, the music stops. You just, yep, 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 yep. I was like, what am I doing now? Nobody would have known I made that sound. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a great way to start. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's up out there, y'all? Hey, welcome. welcome. We're such a fine-tuned, <laughs> very reverential. Well-oiled machine very. that only goes in reverse on Tuesday. I wonder how many people start with us and hear the first 15 seconds and are like, nope, I'm out. Nope. I need to look and see I what the drop what off is about what point. This is all about. Oh, never mind. It says, I mean, the intro is so, <laughs> so professional. professional. <laughs> Starting today. Okay, I'm going to. The gonna, next thing you hear is me going. <laughs> I'm going to share a, a secret out there to all, all, all the podcast land. That intro was recorded under a blanket. <laughs> That it, I was I was slumped over it, trying to keep my dogs quiet <laughs> under a blanket talking into a microphone. Oh, and then you said it took you a bunch of time. Oh yes, oh yes. Because most people don't even realize that's my voice because I took all of this out. And I, well, welcome to the Mosaic of Marion. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, uh, under a blanket. And so we get all this fantastic under the blanket type of professional and then you get me going either screaming, what's up out there podcast later? Are going motivated. They got it. I was about to say they got it. Get your mid sentence every time. Oh, welcome, welcome. Hey y'all, Mona made a noise. <laughs> <sighs> so now, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Pastor Hank Meadows, <laughs> Pastor, Senior Pastor of Marion Baptist Church. <sighs> I do have my home slice with me, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. I got my man over there, Bean. Back in the flesh. Here we are. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we are off to the races. Let's roll. Hey, y'all. We're in Acts chapter one, y'all. We're gonna be. We're gonna just go through the book of Acts for a little bit. Uh, We're gonna spend. I don't know. What is twenty eight chapters until Hank decides to go somewhere else? Yeah, we'll we'll spend a good four or five weeks in it in twenty (laughs) eight chapters, and then we'll do something else. Um, well, actually, we're going to get to the book of Daniel because Mona has a bone to pick with somebody. <laughs> I'm warning you guys, we're going to turn it on and walk out when and let her just roll Daniel for 30 minutes. Three, y'all, and I'm t- it probably being about two and a half months. I'm just straight telling y'all, back away <laughs> from the phone or whatever you're listing on. Because Dan and I are going to push away from the table. We were going to be Daniel today, but then I decided against it. And then Mona just comes out swinging about people who misquote Daniel 3.18. It's true. It's true. I mean, she just came with the heat. (laughs) You've been put on blast. If that's you, you might want to listen in for a while. If you've ever seen when, um, oh, I just had the guy's name. The guy for the White Sox who charged Nolan Ryan and just beat—I mean—got beat, slapped to death. His face kept catching Nolan Ryan's right hand. <laughs> I mean, you just feel bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah. But that's what that's, happened. That, that, Mona 
took you people <laughs> by the head and just started wailing on you about that. Y'all didn't even know it. But we'll get there. I know some of you, watch. I want to know how many people turned to Daniel 318 to read it. Wait a minute. I better make What is wrong with this? Okay, so Acts chapter 1. Hey, just read, I don't know, read the first 11 verses. All right. I will. Acts chapter 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who is taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Dan? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for uh, the fact that the promises here always remain true, Heavenly Father, and that we can depend on them. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, we thank you that we were just not left here to our own devices, but that you have sent one uh, to guide us and to influence us if we'll only be willing, Heavenly Father. Pray that this be time be pleasing to you and that we discover the truths that you have for us and that uh, those listening would be blessed as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, y'all. Thank you, bro. Yeah. So, um, wow, I just found something that I was looking for there. Maybe we get there. So this is the second book that written by Luke, mm-hmm. and he mentions Theophilus right. in both of them. Um, so Mona, flip back there to Luke chapter one and tell us what tell us what tell us what that there says. <laughs> it says turning pages, turning pages. <clears throat> mm, do you want me to read all? Well, just read part about Theophilus. Okay. Verse 3 says, It seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. The key word in all this is so you can have certainty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Looks like writing, hey, I'm writing an account because I've spent time with these guys, these apostles. I'm telling you the things that flat out occurred. Mm -hmm. I I compare that with what John wrote in in 1 John when he said that which was from the beginning, which Mm -hmm. our eyes have seen, which we have looked upon, our ears have heard, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. This life was manifested, which means it's shown. And so John says, hey, listen, I'm telling you, I heard him, I saw him, I touched him, I held him, I looked upon him. Luke writing there says, I'm, I'm just wanting to write, tell you everything that really happened. Mm-hmm. Let me just lay it out for you fully. 
so you can know certainly mm-hmm. what happened. Right. And so then we get here. He says, oh, and by the way, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day was taken up. And now I'm going to finish telling you a bunch of other stuff. Right. right. Let me just say what happened next. Now, if you, let me see if this is true. If I had to ask you, and it's okay to be wrong in this because a majority of people are wrong. He looked at me he's when he said that. He's assuming that we're going to be wrong. He's assuming one of us will be. He made that very clear. If I were to ask you what, now, but now had you listened to my sermons, you would know the answer. If I were to ask you, what is the book of Acts about? And like I said, it, it, there are some things you can say that can be true, but there's one I believe scripturally that, that points to what it's really about. Well, do you have an answer to that? No, seriously, it is, it's okay if, if you say the, the, what most people would say. Well, you tell I'm me what you're say, thinking. Right? You tell me what you're thinking. Well, I, what I was going to say, which is probably what most, is that the book of Acts um, deals with what Acts 1 8 says that you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And so that, that you see that carried out through the book of Acts. Go deeper. What? <laughs> that as you read in Acts of. So just an evangelistic book? <clears throat> No, but as you read of the the establishment of the churches in the various places, Mm -hmm. that they take the gospel, they start with um, where they're at um, in Jerusalem, and then they move into Judea and Samaria and Mm -hmm. take the gospel and build the churches Mm -hmm. from there So you would say it's a book about the beginning of the church? Uh, Sure. Okay. You're wrong. (laughs) I I knew he'd say that. I suddenly feel like I should have prepared a different answer. <laughs> no, that that I, I'd be right there with the yeah. the, the early church. And I, and and I'm laughing. You know, I was, I was Jessica. It it is about the church, but ultimately, what it's really about. If you look there at the end of verse three, sitting himself alive to them after so many proofs appearing to them during forty, and speaking about what the kingdom, the kingdom of God. Right. Go to Acts twenty eight, which writes in the very end of it. It speaks about Paul. He lived, this is verse 30. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God. Mm. It's really a book about the kingdom of God. Right. And about the growth of the kingdom of God. Now, underlying that and and and, and the way it grew. Foundationally right. speaking, right. It, right. it is the church right. that grew. But ultimately, the book of Acts is a book about the kingdom of God. Right. Because when we get to heaven, there there is no more church outside mm-hmm. of as far as except the church mm-hmm. with him, mm-hmm. right? But it's all about the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. See that, and that's really a mindset that that even I've learned, had to learn, and and we all we're to be about kingdom business. I'm not to be about Marian Baptist Church mm-hmm. business, right? And okay, so I'm probably going to offend some preachers that are listening. <laughs> some of you are more concerned about growing your church mm. than growing the than growing the kingdom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You can grow a church. You can grow a church by getting a crowd. Yeah. You can grow a quote unquote church, church mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. numerically without oh, yeah. ever growing the kingdom of God spiritually mm-hmm. in dealing with, if you guys, I'm yeah. saying that right, am I not? No, that's, yeah. When dealing right. with souls. Yeah. yeah. Just because you got a building that you call a church <laughs> that you could fill up four times 
and say you're running thousands, mm -hmm. my question is, great, how many are involved in the kingdom of God? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Because that's what Luke, I believe, is setting out and saying, he said, he taught them, he, because Jesus, when he said that, he spoke to them not about the church. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't say go out. <clears throat> now, he tells them later on, you know, go and receive, you know, he, upon this rock, he did say to the ministry, I will build my church. Mm -hmm. But right as he's going up, he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Now, when you work for the kingdom of God and on behalf of the kingdom of God to win souls for the kingdom of God, the local church is going to grow. Right, right. That's the route it goes. Well, even as I gave you that answer, I mean, I'm not trying to just like say this, but even as I gave you that answer in my head, in my heart, is that there are people who look to the book of Acts and say, this is the way the church is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, when the book of Acts, yes, there are things in there that we can learn about what the church is supposed to be, but the book of Acts deals with so much more than yeah. that. It's not just about and, that. And, and by the way, I was being, you know, I was <laughs> just being a little goofy today with that. We, we can't get some church. I mean, we're going to deal with, obviously, Acts chapter 2, the very end mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's uh, that's about the growth of the church. Mm -hmm. That's the key to the growth of the church. And we see so many churches spring up on Paul's missionary journeys. Right. But ultimately, it's all about yes. the kingdom of right. God. Right. We're not going to have our little corner. Mary Baptist Church is not going to have its little corner in heaven. Mm-hmm. We as believers will make up the kingdom of God, and that's what it's all about. My, my, I mean, the being on Marian Baptist Church church roll doesn't get you in the Lamb's Book of Life. Right. It, it doesn't. Right. But so many people. That's the reason. Some, and I love you guys. <laughs> but I, I've heard it nine hundred seventy-two thousand times. Anybody join the church? Well, that's not really the question. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody get born again? Right. Anybody come into the kingdom? Yep. And as they come into the kingdom, <coughs> you'll find the church growing. Right. So that's really what the book of Acts is about, is about kingdom growth and the kingdom mm -hmm. of God and, and building up. And so anything else you guys see right there? We're going to obviously get into the verse 8 right there. I mean, it's just a small verse about in the Bible. I mean, it's no big deal. You know, <laughs> Jesus telling us a little bit what we ought to do. I have a major statement I'm going to say to you, too. Uh, All right. Major statement about that. But, you know, um, but then he's, you know, really begins to talk about the Holy Spirit. He talked about it toward the, mm -hmm. you notice as he got toward the end of his ministry, go to John. He speaks, speaks about him, John 14, 15, 16. Right. He begins to really talk about the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you know, and what he's going to do and the work of the Holy Spirit. And here, once again, now he says, you know, John baptized you with water, but you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit many days from, um, not many days from now. Even though that came in the upper room, mm -hmm. began to speak in tongues and then began to speak in that. By the way, people ask me all the time, brother, you believe people can speak in tongues? I got no problem with that. Yeah. I know some pre preachers will say it's a dead, it's a dead gift. I, I don't really see anywhere in Scripture that it's a dead gift. Right. I think it's misused. Right. But I'm never going to say what God cannot do. Absolutely. I mean, have I seen it? No. Mm -hmm. But does that, is Hank Mudd as the end all be all? <laughs> nope. But anyway, I've never seen a million dollars, but I believe in a <laughs> It's there somewhere. Yeah. So he comes there. So the, the, And then I find this funny. I mean, you guys just jump in. I'm just sort of walking through it in a little bit. So they come and let, so here are these guys. They are still, even at this point, looking for him just to take yeah. over. 
Lord, you going to restore mm-hmm. Israel at this time? Right. They're still waiting for what they thought the Messiah was going to be. This military yes. leader in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Will you restore the kingdom of Israel? To Israel? Excuse me. <laughs> right. I mean, this would be the point where I'm like, I mean, it's got to be exasperated at some some point. Just being like, have you not heard and seen everything? His like, final days, bro. Not you know, yeah. You know, after he turned to set his face toward Jerusalem, he's got <sighs> James and John fighting with the yeah. others. Okay. Where they're going to okay. set in the kingdom? This man, the God man, is going to go die, get beat to where people cannot even see that he's human, get nailed to a cross. Thorns on his head, beat on, slap, spit, everything yeah. that goes on. And these dudes are worried about, am I going to sit at your right or your left? <laughs> right. yeah. Well, and that, that goes back to something that hit me earlier when you were talking about, you know, um, who he was writing to and the purpose of this writing. You know, uh, some of you are like, oh, you believe in those fairy tales. I'm sorry. If I was going to write a fairy tale, it wouldn't include half of what's oh, in yeah. here. Right. Uh, yeah. And it w- we wouldn't have witness after witness after witness who didn't just write because, you know, oh, it was a popular thing. It wasn't. They put everything on the line to share this. That's how important it was to them. But you look at things like this. Are these the guys you would pick to represent if right. you were making this up? The, you know? And the book actually they said they, they knew they were uneducated yeah. dudes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, this book was written by some, I think it was some 40-some authors mm-hmm. over, you know, about a two to three thousand year period mm-hmm. that basically none of them knew each other. Right. Some of them may have possibly crossed paths, you know, mm-hmm. some of those prophets in the Old Testament. But for the most part, they didn't know each other. Yet they write these books that are all the same. You yeah. show me where the contradictions are. Yeah. Right. There is none. Right. If there is one, you made it up That's yeah. right. in your little yeah. mind. It's a lack of your understanding, not Yeah. That, and then that, you yeah. then I go to the the just go to the disciples. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you really gonna die for a lie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, what? It makes no sense. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you go to the one major bullet, James, who was his half brother, who Mm -hmm. was not a believer until after the resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Why did James go from this devout Jew, non believing of Jesus, to all of a sudden he's like the head of the church in Jerusalem? Yeah. And and then they all, I mean, they all died, these horrific deaths. Mm hmm. So you're going to die for that? No, 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 no. Yeah. So anyway, so Jesus in that, he said, don't worry about that. Right. That's Hank S. Meadows' loose <laughs> translation. <laughs> it's not for you to know times or seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority. And he said, he said, don't worry about that stuff. That will take care of itself. Right. You, here we go, you understand your task. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to speak to everybody. All of these disciples, I would not think. I'm going to, I'm going to get out there. We were talking earlier where angels fear to train mm-hmm. just a little bit. <laughs> I dare say not all of their spiritual gifts was that of an evangelist. Right. right. Yet he gave them all the same um, mm-hmm. same um, marching orders. Right. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Okay, he backs up what he just said. They're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit not mm-hmm. many days from now. Mm-hmm. When he comes, you're going to be baptized. You're going to receive power, mm-hmm. right. do dynamite, things that can make things blow up, and you'll be my witness. He said, don't go talking your own stuff, mm-hmm. because we know there were still some oh, issues yeah. that they had. Yes, right. 
I mean, Peter had to be, Peter had to get the racism out of him. Right, right. Yeah. A couple times. Yes. I mean, you preached about the fact yeah. that Paul confronted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would have loved to see that. Oh, yeah. Face <laughs> to I face. To yeah. Heaven, bro, Jesus, put it on the big screen. <laughs> I want to see Peter and Paul in Galatia when Paul went at that yeah. dude. Because you know Pete didn't take it sitting down. <laughs> well, now, and, he may have come around. Yeah. But so, but but they all had to do these yeah. things. My witness, when you hear those words, we got time. Yeah, we got uh, we got ten minutes. <laughs> See, here we go. <clears throat> I kid you not. The other week, Carol and Rodrigo, now, Rodrigo, it, look, it time fits. and time again, mm-hmm. and he goes, "You still got fifteen minutes." <laughs> we, had, we 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 was on a struggle bus with the start today. Okay, yeah. we we're a little slow right. moving. So anyway, sorry, we're going about thirty-five <clears throat> today. Anyway, all right. So. What is when you hear my witnesses? What does that mean? Well, just giving um, testimony to what you have seen, what you have experienced, what you have been involved in. A witness to a crime is somebody who tells what they saw. So, a witness to being Jesus's witnesses is telling what you've seen, telling what what you have been a part of, telling what you have um, experienced. And it, it goes back to that idea of, you know, he doesn't he doesn't need my spin on things. Yeah, he needs nothing outside of for me to share his word with others to to witness what his word gives to us. And it, is that same? Idea? He didn't need their messages. He needed them to share what happened. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing about us. We, right. We got to get us out of the way. Mm-hmm. So then he says, "You be in Jerusalem, right where they were. Right. Hometown, mm. home. Judea, spread it out a little bit." Samaria, mm-hmm. spread it out farther. And a slight jump here. And then to the ends of the earth. Yeah. He like, just keep those concentric circles mm-hmm. that are like mm-hmm. waves. Right. You, but you start where you are. Yeah. Right. Mom and dad, you ought to be sharing with your kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make uh, two controversial statements. I should not have to lead your or tell your kid about Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're not should a spiritual be a, babysitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That should be the dad thing. Yeah. Now, I got no problem doing it. Right. But that ought to be learned that shouldn't at be home. The, yeah. It, it, Jesus even told, listen, and by the way, when I say these disciples, I mean, Paul told Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. Apparently, Timothy did not like to go share the gospel. Mm-hmm. So we have the very last stinking, blooming, Good gravy words that Jesus ever <laughs> spoke on this earth before he was took up was go be a witness. Yeah. It's almost as if it was important, you know. <laughs> so, if we are not sharing our faith, mm-hmm. we are sinning and in flat out disobedience. Right. <laughs> Um, how do you follow that? <laughs> what, am I, what, are we, is that what, what he said. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. It and, is true. And we hide behind so many excuses for that. And I'll, I'll go back yeah. to the one that hit me when you were talking about, you know, sharing it with dad, share it with your children. You know, I'll, I'll give you freedom here. Uh, if you don't know something, 
say you don't know it. Say yeah. you'll find out. Yeah. yeah. But you don't know it. I, I, mm-hmm. Look, as a young parent, I was, I was a, a pretty young parent. Um, I'm still, now I'm just pretty and old. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, no, the, but that was one. I, was, I said, man, she's going to ask me something. Uh, she, we started, we started reading together and she started asking. I was like, oh, I don't. I don't know, and I don't like. Don't make it up. God's got the answer. Whatever Please don't make do, it. Up. Don't make it up. Right. But say, well, I, I fault myself with a lot of stuff. But this was one of the things I I learned from my dad. I don't know. I'll either ask somebody or I'll look it up and find out. But don't. But that doesn't yeah. disqualify you from sharing the gospel. You don't have to know every ounce. If of anything that gives you authenticity. Yeah. And um and I lost the other word I was going to say, but I mean, like you it lets your child know that it's okay yeah. for them not to have all the answers, right? And you to know. let them know that you care enough to say, "I'm going to find out." Yeah, you yeah. know. And I say that a lot in Bible study too. Like somebody, you know, ask a question, and I, I'm like, I don't really know, but I'm going to look it up, and I always make sure that I come back with it. Mm-hmm. They may have not remembered asking the question. They may have no idea that they asked the question, but I. I'm going to take the time to look it up and find the answer and bring it back to them mm. so that they know that I care enough to do that. And it's the same with your kids. But but none of that gets you out of, of, of your marching orders to share the gospel. That's why you're here. Um, I don't know. And I love the fact that that picture of it growing out further and further because somebody's, well, you know, I, I just can't travel. That's not a prerequisite. No. Start where you're at. Yeah. God will lead you wherever not you're supposed fact, to go, but start if where you're, you're at. you're willing to go there and share, but you're not willing to yeah. share at home, you're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even a bigger hypocrite than you probably already are. Right. Or think you are. <clears throat> Hear me. It is disobedience. Mm-hmm. Not. And that's where I've got to do a better job pastoring to let people know it is disobedience, and when when you talk about disobedience, that is called sin mm-hmm. in Scripture. Right. To not share our faith. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Just walk through the—by the, mm-hmm. by the, by the way, it's so easy, just let the Bible say it. Right. <laughs> you don't even have to come up with the original no, thought on it. <laughs> Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 3.16, yeah. John 14.6, Romans 10.9. There, I gave you the five <laughs> verses to use yeah. to lead somebody to faith in Jesus Christ. Right. All have sinned, way of sin is death. Jesus said, if you believe in me, you don't have to die. Yeah. You can have everlasting life. He's the way to get to heaven. And if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart, God raised from the dead, you shall be saved. There you go. That's the five That's verses. It, right. It's that simple. Yeah. Right. Right. But also, as we, um, I mean, as we've been studying First Thessalonians and in Bible study and in chapter one, Paul tells them that their work, he remembers before God their work of faith. And then later he says that their faith in God has gone forth everywhere so that we do not need to say anything. Mm. And, you know, and I challenged myself and those in the Bible study that are you known for your faith? Mm. Um, Do not just sharing your faith, but do you talk about God in your conversations? Do you give him credit where credit is due? Do you acknowledge him in your words? Do you lift him up um, and give him glory? And, and I mean, I can, I shared with them some funny stories about when I have had, had talked about God or mentioned scripture and people just look at me like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And, but if it's not, if it's not natural for you to talk that way, it needs to be. Yeah. 
Go. Just real quick. Um, I'm not forgetting mine because I'm right. forgetting mine. Well, two things. Number one, go back to that word witness. You can't witness to somebody else something you haven't been part of, something you haven't right. seen, something you can't give away what you don't have. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so if you're having so much trouble with it, Take a second and look and say, am I am I being filled with the Spirit? Am I being filled with His Word? Am I doing things to to you know make sure I'm I'm actively in relationship with God? Because if not, you can't share it. You don't have it. And then the second part of that is you you hit on the head as far as you know. I grew up, you know, my dad was a pastor, great pastor, loved hearing him preach and and watching him serve, but. He one of the faults I have with it is, is he always assumed I understood the faith, but through him, right? Through him, and so when when Wendy and I got married, I, I said, "Man, I, you know, we were starting to do Bible studies and stuff." Yeah, I was like, I, I, "I don't know if I could ever talk to my wife about this stuff." Mm-hmm. Well, then we started getting in the Word together. Yeah. And now I can't imagine not being able to talk to her about it. It will come. God will lead you. But you want to get to that point where it's such an integral part of your life that that it's not a, well, you know, I hadn't talked about the Bible. Maybe I should talk. No, it's just part of who you are at that point. And by the way, if you say that word, I literally today had this conversation with a, with a guy. He said, Pastor, I'm just ashamed to say this, but I don't know enough of Scripture. Mm. I said, okay, so start today. Yeah. And he looked at me and says, what I said? Start today. Yeah. Start. This is the best time. I said, start reading and learning your Bible. I said, come to church more than just Sunday morning. Right. Yep. And this thing of like, oh, okay. Well, and and the devil loves that guilt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Oh well, well, you can't make up for it now. You done. You lost your shot. Ridiculous. what, What Paul wrote to Philemon in verse six. And I pray that the sharing of your faith, mm-hmm. Paul takes it as you just going to naturally do it, mm-hmm. may become effective for the full knowledge of every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ. We don't share. Listen, we won't do what Jesus said here in Acts chapter two, because some of us don't have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And you learn more about Jesus and yourself when you're sharing your faith. Absolutely. Yeah. You do. Yeah. And if you and listen, if you don't, and then here's the people that say things like this. Well, I just lost my train of thought. I know that's <laughs> hard for you to believe. <laughs> you know, <coughs> the day I'm having. Um <laughs> Mine's going. I mean, I literally have about fifteen things, and I know our time. Problem is, I know our time is running out, <laughs> and so I'm trying to get all this in. So he, we're called to share, and people will say things like, "I don't know enough." Then learn. I, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Still mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. This is not what I was going to say because it totally just left me. <laughs> but um, if I can't find it, <laughs> oh yeah, some people, some people say this, yeah. Like I, I, you've heard this. Well, I don't. I don't really have a testimony mm. because see, they'll hear this dude that oh, was yeah. in and doing drugs. Yeah. It was right. just you know all this stuff in jail, prison, and now he's come to Jesus. He's this powerful preacher of this. And yeah. They're going, bro. I, I don't have a testimony mm-hmm. like that, so I'm not. I'm mm. nothing like that. Yeah, but you're also not Jesus, right? Yeah. So you have a. Te- <laughs> so, I heard a guy tell me that yesterday, so <laughs> I stole that from <laughs> Bill Faye. Thank you, brother. <laughs> 
but you're not Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you have a testimony. You had that same change in destination yeah. as the guy who was on drugs or everything else. You were headed for hell. Now you're not. So then yeah. just, oh my gosh, what? Three minutes. Okay. So then he, he, he that's the sound that he made. <laughs> I don't know. I was there when it happened. I wish I could get the visual, too. That was beautiful. Yeah. So he goes up. A cloud takes him out of sight. And they were gazing into heaven. He said, two men stood. says, Ben Galley, why do you stand looking into heaven? I love, sometimes I love the King James and the New King James more than ESV or, or anything else. Because in the New King James and the King James says, this same Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Not not some other Jesus, right. the same Jesus, mm-hmm. this Jesus, mm-hmm. whom you saw um, taken up in heaven, will come the same way. Well, we know when he comes back, he's coming back mm-hmm. with trumpets and all that from First mm-hmm. Thessalonians uh-huh. chapter 4. But did you know it talks about that in the book of Psalms? Yeah. In Psalm 47, why don't I just go where I marked it? <laughs> you want to know a little bit more about how he went up? God has gone up with a shout, mm. the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Mm. Now, if we go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and it talks about the coming, he comes with a shout, with the voice of a trumpet. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And the Bible talks about right there, it was a cloud that took him up, yeah. and then he's coming on the on clouds, clouds. Yep. to meet mm-hmm. us in the air. Mm-hmm. Scripture always yes. interprets Scripture. Yes. Yep. Love that. But you didn't know that was there in Psalm 47. I didn't. I got to write that down. <laughs> There's did <dead, dead. laughs> We got no time for this. We can make fun of Mona later. Let's go. <laughs> As if you haven't already. <laughs> so hmm. so there. So that's what he says. And this same is coming back. And guys, I want to tell you this. It's closer today than it was absolutely. yesterday. I have absolutely. no clue. I have absolutely, positively no clue when Jesus is coming back. Mm. And by the way, if anybody tells you they know they're a false prophet, you run mm. as fast as you yes. can. Yes. No yes. one knows the hour. Yeah. Jesus even says it here. Don't worry about that. God's fixed it. Don't worry mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Anybody says which they mean, did. Which doesn't that mean, too, that we... It really, yes, we need to be waiting for his return, but we need not be so focused on it that that's all we're focused on. No. Well, go to the right? book of First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians Every right. chapter in that right. book talks about right. this, the, the rapture or the coming of him. And and by the way, you Paul says, what are you doing? Some of the people in Thessalonica apparently had quit their jobs and were like, well, he's about to come back, man. Here we go. Don't do that. No, <laughs> yeah. you work. And it's like that person on the rowboat, man, and when you're rowing or sculling, whatever they call it, you've only got one dude that sees the end yeah. line. Jesus knows the end line. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. Right. You keep rowing that stinking mm. boat until right. the day you see him face to face. All you should hear in your mind is work, 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 yes. work, work, work. And by the way, I don't just mean your job. Work for the kingdom of God. Share the gospel. Dear ones, if you do not share your faith, you are in sin, period. It is disobedience. There is no excuse. There is no reason not to share your faith. Dan and Mona and my church, you're going to get sick and tired of hearing that (laughs) over the next couple months. It is flat out disobedience. Jesus said his last words were, I'm going to give you power. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you power. Mm-hmm. Right. And now go be my witness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what he said was, go be my witness everywhere you go. That's right. Yep. Big thoughts. 
All right, I'm jumping in, I guess. Okay. Uh, she was totally ignoring you right there, man. She I, was trying like, I don't know. I was staring. I, I was putting thinking. that stare. I was thinking. Uh, man, was no. A hole in the side of your head. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, look my way. <laughs> my big thought is just, look, two things. Thank God that Jesus didn't leave us alone. He left us the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. This isn't, everybody wants to, is God so distant? No. He He could have said, okay, I'm out. You guys do what you're going to do. Figure it out, boy. He gave it to us, and, and you have it, so you have the power that's given by the Holy Spirit. That means, look, don't make up your own message. Don't think you have, the Bible's there. The Spirit's in you. Put those two together, and it'll come away every time. I mean, it works. And I, and I love. I just love the fact that the just in these few verses, as we mentioned, the Holy Spirit is mentioned twice. It's actually, I mean, Luke mentions it in verse two, also. So really, three times, and that because I think that we too often don't grab hold of what it means to have the Holy Spirit mm. living inside of us. We don't grab hold of that power. We don't, we spend too much time um, concentrating on the things that might divide us because mm. of the, of our lack of understanding of the Holy Spirit. And, and we don't tap into that Holy Spirit. We don't take the teaching of Paul on on what it means to walk by the spirit mm. and not by the flesh. And we don't take those things seriously enough. And, and so as we dig into acts, it's so good to see um, the movement of the Holy spirit and what they did in response to it and, and how um, they were used because they followed the Holy spirit mm. and lived according to the Holy spirit. All right. Well, here's my big thought. Share your faith. Jesus demands yeah. it. Yep. And commands it. Mm-hmm. And expands it. <laughs> I was trying to cope. You beat me. I was trying to cope with the third one. There you go. Hey. Let's pray. Father, we love you. God, we're thankful for without you, there is nothing that any of us could do. Because, Lord, you tell us in Scripture, there's none righteous, no, not one. And so it is only by the filling of your Holy Spirit. It is only by the turning from our sins to you uh, that we are um, allowed into the kingdom God, we, we don't make a decision for you. You made that decision. We just accept it. Mm-hmm. So, God, help us to, to be a people that are known for sharing our faith. And, God, help us to be of a mindset to have a kingdom agenda. Lord, we love you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. Got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my main man, Bean, over there. Yep, yep. And, hey, that's it. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>